Yes, I'm yes, on, on the waiting side. side. Out in space. Coming to you live from the studio of WVFV, Voice for Victory Radio, your host, Pastor Jeremy Coburnett, joins you today for a special broadcast of The Winning Side. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, October 12th, and I hope you're having a wonderful day. We are glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, we're glad to be with you on the radio app today and also on the podcast. And then for those on Facebook and YouTube, thank you for tuning in. And uh, we cannot see your faces, but you can see mine. I'm sorry about that. Uh, this is the best it's going to get. But uh, we're glad that you are here. And uh, we're thankful for the time that we can spend with you on this Thursday. Uh, really, in my opinion, another just perfect fall day. It's not uh, too hot, not too cool, just a little overcast, but uh, it, it's starting to feel more like fall, and uh, I'm enjoying it. I hope you are as well, and we're glad to be able to spend some time with you today. We had a great service last night. I love Wednesday nights, and I have especially enjoyed this series through the book of Revelation. We're getting close to the end of the book. We started Revelation 21 last night, and you know, I, I told the folks last night, if you were listening or if you were here, then you heard this. But I said, it can get pretty bleak sometimes through Revelation with all the, uh, the judgment and the, uh, the seven uh, uh, trumpet judgments, the seven seal judgments, the seven bowl judgments. And then, then you get to Armageddon and then you get to uh, Revelation 20 and that final battle where Satan uh, amasses an army one more time to go against God and, and fire falls from heaven and the, the enemy surrounds Jerusalem and, and the fire from God just completely uh, wipes out all the enemies that have gathered together and Satan finally is cast into a lake of fire where he will be forever. And uh, it, it, gets, it gets kind of bleak, but then it gets good. And then you see Revelation 20, the great white throne judgment. And what a sobering, sobering event that is going to be. And I, 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 do, not, I don't, do not say it with joy, uh, but I say it uh, with uh, con compassion and conviction. Uh, that we must reach people with the gospel before it's too late because whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. And that's what the Bible says. I'm telling you what God has said. And so I, I, we, we were going through all of that in Revelation. But then last night we got to start Revelation 21. And uh, John says, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. And uh, uh, praise God, where God wipes away all tears. There is no more sorrow, uh, nor crying, no more pain, uh, no more death. And praise God for that. And I enjoyed that. I hope you did last night. If you missed it, hope you go back and uh, tune in. But we had a great service last night. I'm looking forward to a great service on Sunday. Uh, we've got a, a family coming, some special singers to be singing for us all day. And uh, it'll be a wonderful day. I'm very excited about that. Um, I do want to say, continue to pray for teen spectacular uh, that is just a week and a half away a little little less than a week and a half now uh, but I hope you'll pray for that we're excited about brother Kenny Baldwin being with us and preaching those two nights of Teen Spectacular and then Wednesday night he'll be preaching to our church in our Wednesday night service and we're looking forward to a great time together for that uh, I'm still rejoicing in our missions revival a few weeks ago and God's been so good to our church 
And I thank you for tuning in and, and joining us today on this broadcast. We're going to go to a song. Uh, here's a great song, Nothing But the Blood Still Saves the Lost. And that's a great song, especially for today, as we've been talking about that great white throne judgment. Hope you enjoy this song. Then we'll get into our Bible study.
what a what a great song! And aren't you thankful for uh, those uh, good old hymns? And uh, what a what a powerful, powerful uh, song. I thank the Lord for that. And you know, I've said it before. You don't have to sing just songs that are a hundred or two hundred or three hundred years old. You don't have to just sing those. But uh, I certainly believe there's power in those songs. And I thank God for that. And I certainly want our music on the station and in our services. I always want our music to be that which glorifies the Lord. Uh, I don't ever want the music. I don't want people to have to listen and say, now, is that Christian or is that something else? I hope it's obvious. And of course, the words, but uh, not just the words, but the style uh, of the music. We want it to be that which pleases God. And I believe that uh, that's what we've tried to do on this station. And I hope the music is always a blessing to you here on 95.9 FM. We're in the Bible in the book of Hebrews. We're talking about some heroes of the faith. And we went through the list, and, and some the Bible talks a lot about, some it just mentions here in Hebrews 11. But we've gotten to the final list in verse 32 where the names are mentioned and nothing more is said. We know these are heroes of the faith. We know these are people that God recorded in Scripture for us for a reason. But verse 32, it says, And what shall I say more? For uh, What shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon. We talked about Gideon. It says, and of Barak, we talked about Barak, and today we're going to talk about Samson. Is that not amazing that Samson is mentioned, Samson is recorded in Hebrews 11. Now, the Bible goes on to say in Hebrews 11, in verse 32, about 33, about these, these people mentioned, it says, who through faith, remember, everything uh, in Hebrews 11 is about faith. Uh, uh, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So these, through faith, this is what they did. They subdued kingdoms. I think Samson uh, would be a possibility to fit that description, subdued kingdoms, um, wrought righteousness. Samson definitely did that uh, in his time as a judge in Israel. But then it says, um, obtained promises. I think we could see that. And then I like this, verse 33, it says, stopped the mouths of lions. Isn't that interesting? Normally when we think about that, we think about Daniel in the lion's den, or even David, who David as a young man, uh, when the lion came and tried to take one of the, the sheep, then David went and he, he smote the lion, and then another time a bear, and he smote the bear, and then he told uh, Saul, he said, and if I can kill a lion and a bear, if God could help me with that, then God can help me with this Philistine Goliath. And so we think about those, but did you know, the Bible tells us in Judges 14, that Samson killed a lion. It says in verse number five of Judges 14, it says, Then went Samson down and his father and his mother to Timnath and came to the vineyards of Timnath and behold, a young lion roared against him. Now, isn't that amazing? Because Samson, of course, is, becomes a judge in Israel uh, Samson was one who was under the Nazarite vow, which was a, 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 a very sacred, uh, very uh, a holy, uh, very serious matter. And while Samson is traveling with his parents, there comes up a young lion and roars against him. Now, there are so many applications here, and I don't have time to get bogged down with this one. But we know in 1 Peter chapter 5 that we are to be sober and we're to be vigilant. 
because our adversary, the devil, as a, what kind of lion? A roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. And so here, there is a lion that comes against Samson and against uh, his parents. And the Bible tells us in uh, verse number six that the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. Now, I understand when we, when we envision Samson, you know, from uh, cartoons or from flannel graphs or whatever, you know, we picture this huge, you know, bodybuilder kind of a man. I don't know that he was like that. Uh, it's possible he was very unassuming, but I know this, his power came from God and the spirit of God came upon him, uh, verse number six, and it came mightily upon him. And he rent, he literally tore this lion in pieces like uh, he would have rent a kid. That doesn't mean that that was the habit or the practice to hurt animals, but he, he, he handled this lion like you would actually imagine it was just like a baby goat. I mean, it was no problem for Samson, not because of his power, but because of the power of God. And the Bible says he had nothing in his hand, meaning he had no weapon. He had no sword. He had no knife. He had no spear. He, he literally, with his bare hands, uh, he took on this lion. So I think there's a reference there in Hebrews 11 that talks about stopping the mouths of lions. Certainly Daniel would be even a better example of that. But I see that Samson had a lion come against him and the spirit of God came upon him. It says in Judges 14, 19, the spirit of the Lord came upon Samson and he slew 30 men, uh, one against 30, but the power of God gave him strength. Uh, Judges 15, the Bible says he caught 300 foxes and catching those foxes, he tied their tails together and set them loose in the fields of the Philistines. Now, that may not sound impressive to you, but I don't think I could catch one fox uh, and then to catch 300 of them and then to tie their tail. How in the world? That was only the, the power of God that gave him the strength. But again, he didn't have great weapons. He didn't have great resources, but, but he used what he had and God uh, empowered him. The Bible says in Judges 15 verse um, uh, 8 that the Bible says that he went against the Philistines and he slew them with a great slaughter. The Bible says there were a thousand of them. And you know what he used? The Bible says he used the jawbone of a donkey. Now, friend, I'll be honest with you. There's a lot of things I could imagine. The Bible talks about uh, uh, a one who used uh, an ox goat, you know, just more of a, a staff. The Bible talks about spears, and the Bible talks about David with his sling and his stone. But Samson had nothing available but a jawbone of a donkey, but yet God used him and God empowered him uh, to win a great victory, and a thousand Philistine soldiers were killed. The Bible says that Samson judged Israel for 20 years. And then I think one of his greatest attributes is found at the very end of his life. Samson prayed a prayer and it was a prayer of faith. He said, O Lord God, Judges 16, 28, O Lord God, remember me, I pray thee, and strengthen me, I pray thee, only this once. And the Bible says that in Samson's death, he killed more Philistines than he did in his life. He put his hands on the pillars of that place where all the Philistines were gathered in their celebration of worshiping their God. And they were mocking Samson and they were mocking God. And, and Samson, his eyes had already been poked out. He was a prisoner and his hair had been cut. He had no more power. But one more time, God gave him that power and God answered that prayer. And friend, I want to tell you, every prayer we pray 
ought to be a prayer of faith. That, that's what prayer is. Prayer is asking and prayer is believing that God can do the impossible. Prayer is believing that God can do something that we cannot do. I see about Samson's life, I never see that he had assistance from men. I never see where he had a, a fighting partner or he had a bunch of soldiers coming to his rescue. As a matter of fact, it was the opposite. Samson was on his own. Oh, but he wasn't alone because he had the power of God and the Spirit of God that came upon him. He didn't have great tools. He didn't have great weapons. But friend, when you and I have the Lord on our side, we don't need great tools and great weapons. We just need the power of God. And then I see that Samson uh, had a prayer life. And his prayer life, although at times in his life, I'm sure it was very weak. At times, it may not have even been in existence. But at the end of his life, Samson prayed that prayer. And one last time, God answered. And one last time, God did the miraculous. You know, God can do that in your life. God can do that in my life. Uh, it, it, he is able, the Bible says, to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. And I thank God for that great promise. Hope you have a great day. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.